welcome to Enlivening Musings. I'm Crystal. And I'm Katie. And today we are talking about the importance of daily practice. It's the why and the how, because I think so many people get hung up on how do you even think about doing a daily practice? What is a daily practice? What are we even talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So... Let's get right into it. I talk about this a lot. I talk about daily practice all the time because it's important and it is, to me, the way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What I mean by that is the way for ultimate change, the way to stay more consistent, the way for harmony, balance, living fully lit up, which is what we're all about here. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's come up for me a lot. Um, do you have anything to say before I dive in? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> it's come up a lot lately as I have been seeing different posts and different things and I've been on different threads and you know how it goes. Um, all about self-care and how are we taking care of ourselves during all of these things. I'm just going to say that because... It doesn't have to always be turbulent times. It's just life, right? Mm -hmm. And I find myself always saying, it is just my life. It's my life. It's my lifestyle. It's it's not even like I can sit here (laughs) and be like, oh, for self-care, I take an Epsom salt bath. Even though there's myriads of things like that that I can say, Mm It really just becomes my life, my daily life. It's now just who I am. It's how I live. And that's why it's important to do it daily. And it doesn't have to be, because right off the bat, I've got to clear the air here. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes. It doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be 60 minutes because often it's that I try to meditate every day for 30 minutes and I don't do it every day or I really should do that or I really should be doing yoga every day or a ton a ton of shoulds on ourselves and it's Mm -hmm. so often like 99.9% tied into this amount of time Mm -hmm. (laughs) that is 30 60 90 minutes long (laughs) Mm -hmm. and yay (laughs) for when you can do that absolutely it's amazing Mm -hmm. because there are times there are times when you can make that happen there are people who are living lives where that's easy I mean gosh I think of pre-children yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes I could do yoga for 60 minutes every day if Mm -hmm. I really wanted to Mm -hmm. and even then Doing that one 60-minute practice may or may not be getting you the results that you want because I see that a lot too where it's like, well, I'm great while I'm doing yoga. (laughs) I can tune into my body then. I can reach my higher consciousness then. I can listen to things then. And then the whole rest of the day, (laughs) no. (laughs) And that's not what we want. Like you want to be able to be tuning into your body and feeling it and being connected all day long. You know, I just taught this day of desire class the other night and 
in that, I introduced this idea to these women of listening to their yonis and listening to your yoni all day long. And that doesn't mean that you're not focused and you're not living your life. It means that you're going about your day and, oh, yeah, let me check in there real quick. Oh, yeah, okay, that's feeling okay. I'm feeling aligned. I'm feeling centered. Everything feels really good and juicy. Or I'm actually contracting and I don't even (laughs) realize that I'm contracting right now. Or whatever it is, I'm actually holding some sadness there. Or who knows? Who knows what it is? But you're doing that when you're doing your work. You're doing that when you're doing your mothering things. You're doing that um, when you're doing the dishes, when you're driving. And it's, again, it's not something that's drawing your focus so much that you're going to get into a car accident. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just that fine-tuning, being able to listen while you're living your life. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pause for a minute. Yeah. (laughs) No, I've... What that makes me think of is like almost reframing it from like self-care to just embodiment. Because, mm. yes, we did a whole podcast about self-care and all the things it can mean. But I was telling Crystal like how there's and this will kind of tie into where we're going to talk a little bit about this is like when you're I've been going through some kind of stressful times and um, feeling those moments where I just I didn't even feel like I could do a practice because mm-hmm. I just it was all so much and so for me it was just like feeling myself chew my food mm-hmm. as I was driving and it just brought me back into my body a little bit and just reminded me of just like the present moment and it's so simple but it just was like so important because it just felt like I could try the other things and do the other things and but what it really was coming down to is just like being in the moment like I always one of the first things I started was just like be in the shower when you're Mm -hmm. taking a shower just be there feel the water so the importance of having that daily practice so when you're going through a a difficult time you can just fall back into it and you can just kind of grab onto like the thread of how it feels because it's familiar to you a little bit to have embodiment so even if like I was going through a hard time. I was feeling a lot of like chest tightness and heaviness around my heart. At least I'm feeling it and knowing it. It doesn't mean that I'm going to do a yoga practice and it's going to completely go away. It might soften, but just knowing it and like being with it. And then when it's ready, being able to work with it and soften it, like there's, it's just so much to, right. It's so much more than just like another thing to do when you really get into the heart of life. (laughs) Yes, exactly. You can lean on it. And that's one of those things where, you know, if you weren't driving or you were in a place, maybe you just put your hand there. Oh, yeah. You know, (laughs) and you're just breathing into that area. Mm -hmm. Like you're saying, just being with it. Mm -hmm. And that is the practice. Yeah. And this is where I'm saying that, like the practice is life. Yes. And life becomes the practice. Yeah. So it it's all, it's almost, that's why for me it's kind of blurry. <laughs> right. You know, because it's just, well, it's just my life. <laughs> yeah. And just feeling like, you know, knowing like, oh man, a hug would feel really good right now. Just, mm. I mean, that's a practice, you know, just mm-hmm. that whole 
tuning into your body. I don't know. When I learned that years ago, it was just really life changing for me to like tune into how my body's feeling in certain moments. And that is such a huge practice. And trying to just still come back, you know, back to like a pleasure practice, like even during hard times, just trying to find one little thing and that feels pleasurable, something well, to look forward to, a little enjoyment, whatever that is. Exactly. Everything you've mentioned, you know, the the food and chewing your food and that texture and just breathing and feeling the tightness in your chest and all of that. All of that is sensuality practice because mm-hmm. you're being in your senses. Mm-hmm. And that's what being in the moment is. Mm-hmm. That being in your senses is being in the moment there. You know, it's all just interlaced as one in the same and so then that does, that becomes that pleasure practice because you can just fine tune a couple things to take that to the next level, you know, to take that just being in your senses to being in pleasure. Mm-hmm. And it is from that place where, you know, things move and shift and, you know, you be with the yuck <laughs> and then you move through that or you move into the pleasure and then they both intermingle and swirl. And <laughs> I feel like everybody should be watching me right now. I'm doing a lot with my hands, <laughs> you know, and then that transforms. That's alchemy, right? We take yeah. the crap and we turn it into something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. It's amazing. So, so to really, to really bring the point home, (laughs) you know, these things don't have to take a lot of time. And so learning different practices because it, you know, people are still just like, yeah, but still what is the practice? Okay, great. I put my hand on my heart. I breathe there. Okay. That's one practice. (laughs) (laughs) But what are other practices, Crystal? (laughs) So of course, you know, we've talked about things like shaking Mm-hmm. Shaking's a huge one because it resets your nervous system. Mm-hmm. It's used to help transform things when people have PTSD and all kinds of stuff because it really helps that. Any sort of vagal toning type things, you could gargle water, sing, all of that type of stuff mm-hmm. can be great. Um, you can learn, I mean, you can learn a whole bunch. Of course, we have the different practices, like in my Fall in Love with You course, I have different practices. Um, anything that I do, you're going to get a world of practices. My Crystal Pleasure Fairy VIP group, you'll get a world of practices <laughs> because that's just what that's all about for me. And it's so much fun because that's my pleasure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you get to kind of almost even follow along on my own growth. You know, I have this whole basket of practices and tools and things that I do that's part of my daily life that I get to share with everyone and yet I keep learning more you know so Mm -hmm. then I get to teach more and all of that so I do 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 love that um but like Katie's saying it's just being in the moment you know so what feels good to you now do you need to move your body do you want to dance around do you want to taste something delicious do you want to touch yourself you know are you wanting to maybe you want to give yourself uh, an avianga which is a warm oil massage so you're warming up some oil and maybe you're just massaging your arms or your legs you're doing some sort of a gratitude practice I mean I could mm-hmm. keep rattling on yeah. but the point is is all of those things could be done in like five minutes mm-hmm. if that mm-hmm. you know 
taking some really deep belly breaths. You can two minutes. Mm -hmm. I think I put that in my ebook, how to tune into your sensuality. Mm. Is Oh, I should go look it up now because I, I timed read it, it, but I don't remember. I timed it. I timed how long it took to take like three breaths or something, and it was under two minutes or oh, something. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you can do that anywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can do it when you're at work. You can do it at the grocery store. You can do it while you're doing dishes. You can do it while you're breastfeeding a baby. You can do it. You know, everywhere. Do it while you're making love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll amp things up. You know, so there's so many things that are all possible and it's what changes everything and it won't necessarily be oh I'm a super anxious person and now I'm all better after a week but you're going to notice (laughs) you're going to notice differences you're going to notice that you're in your body more you're going to notice senses of being grounded or drawing your energy in or tuning into your own voice And all of that stuff, and it's this gradual thing, and it builds and it builds, and soon you're a few months down the road, you're like, whoa, Mm -hmm. how was I even that flabbergasted and all Mm -hmm. over the place, you know? So it's just really a matter of uh, going as fast as the slowest part of you Mm -hmm. (laughs) and um, doing just those small small things all throughout the day and then bonus dessert if you have a 30 minute stint and you get to do a 30 minute practice or you get to do a 60 minute practice or any of that I mean I definitely try to make time for that especially as I get even more prepared of teaching the jade egg I have to spend a lot more time doing jade egg practices so I have my own embodiment of it Mm -hmm. you know so even me being a busy person I a person with a full plate hate Mm -hmm. the word busy (laughs) you know I do create time and space to have those longer practices as well you know so that's also possible but you build to that so that you're not failing Mm -hmm. you know it's huge yeah yeah I know I think sometimes um, what I like what I do just for like a moment is um, like I'll just spray a little essential oil mister and just like breathe it in. That's Mm. actually been really helpful for me lately. I'll just just spray it and just take a deep breath in. And then again, it just brings you into the moment. Just something really simple. Sometimes it, you know, feels like it can clear a space if something feels really heavy. I use it a lot in my treatment room, kind of like as a form of smudging almost without smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Another really great practice I teach a lot of people because it's simple and it's um, but it's got a little bit of like concreteness, which people like is the four, seven, eight breath. Okay. Um, And it's you just breathe in for the count of four. You hold for seven and breathe out for the count of eight. Nice. And you just do it at your own ratio. So it doesn't have to be a slow count. It can be slow. It can be fast. Whatever you want to count. It's just the ratio. Um, And that's one that I think they've done like some studies on and stuff. And it's again, a vagal nerve stimulator sort of thing. Um, and it's just a good practice and I use it all the time. And sometimes I feel really good. And sometimes I'm like, Oh, I'm still a little anxious. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, now <laughs> it's I'm just <laughs> how it is. But at least I yeah. know like that's the whole thing. Like the daily practice just allows you to start to realize stuff. It doesn't mean you're going to be perfect. No, at right, all. And right. sometimes it almost, the more you, um, 
you know, go on to your spiritual path, you see all these things. Um, it's just really, it's interesting. I feel like, you know, everyone's going through their own cycle of their life path. And when you have those moments where you're like looking back and realizing how far you've come, even though it's not quote unquote, quote, perfect yet, but you're like, wow, I realize so much more now. And then just feeling proud of yourself that you're there. That's what that daily practice helps with too. Yeah. And I love that component of reminding people this is all a journey, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> there's not an end result per se, you know, yeah. maybe there is a, an intention, a desire of I'm going to be less anxious or I'm going to be slowing down or I'm going to be in my body more and out of my head or, you know, you might have an intention like that mm-hmm. and you'll get closer to some sort of a fulfillment, but it's not a, now I've hit this goal and it's all over. <laughs> Right. And now I just live in a blissed out field of daisies. Yay. No, I do do that. No, I'm just kidding. It's funny though. I I had someone say that to me yesterday, kind of like, I think the way they worded it was like, I would be embarrassed the way I was five years ago and five years from now I'd be embarrassed the way I was then. Embarrassed is kind of a strong word, but um, just, you know, just like growth, right? Like even as I think of like as a practitioner, like the way I practice now is totally different how I did five years ago and someone could have seen me then and see me now and it would be like whoa hopefully much better I would say yeah (laughs) but just so different and um it's true for all of us and I think I mean I know I have a lot of perfectionist tendencies and just remembering like um everyone is like that everyone's growing and changing don't judge yourself on who you were even yesterday um or who you'll be tomorrow it's gonna be totally different that's been a really yeah. a practice that I've been is just reminding myself, shed the past, shed the past, be in the moment. So That's so cool. I was thinking about that last night after I taught this class mm. of how, like, what's this going to look like in two years? Mm-hmm. You know, how much different, mm-hmm. uh, what different embodiments am I going to have? Yeah. You know, because I walked away learning stuff as a teacher as a space holder as you know of mm-hmm. ooh, I want to know that and I want to do that differently you know just those different things so that's cool mm-hmm. I love that and yeah. I like how you mentioned that um oh I already forgot what I was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> one of the <laughs> wisdom right is we forget stuff but we also like realize like gosh and then you just I I just think of my career so much as a PT when you first start off with you just like you know nothing like you know everything and you know nothing and I just remember thinking like I just can't wait to be at the point where I just like know stuff yeah I'm more in that mentor phase and now all of a sudden like I'm there and I'm like whoa I'm here yeah and it just happens and you just can't force any of that. And in 10 years, it'll be even different. And I was actually just talking about this with my mom today, um, talking about how um, I love when nurses are kind of like towards those maybe end years of their career. Cause you go through that phase, like you're young and you know a lot and you're great. And then you can kind of get through a phase. I'm speaking for myself in like the medical career where you're just like, it's so much and it's so intense and you kind of get hardened to it all. Um, but then if you're lucky and you are growing as a person, you can kind of get to where I feel like I'm in the phase now too, where I've seen a lot and have a good, a lot of good experience, but I'm not hardened to it. 
I'm like still have a lot of compassion for people and what they're going through. And it's so nice to like work with that age range of like, I just happen to think in the medical field cause that's what I was experiencing. And, um, and maybe that's true all through life where we just kind of, you know, you go through those phases where you're just like, or life yeah. gets to you and then you can hopefully come to the other side, which is where I think we all want to be in our older years of not being like hardened and tight and contracted and angry at the world, but being like open hearted, compassionate and peaceful and things like that. So kind of a tangent there, but yeah, yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> and I think, I think it's cool because what we're laying foundations for now then mm-hmm. is what's going to make that easier, more possible because yeah. it, you know, we can continue to do stuff to play with the plasticity of our brain. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But if we stop doing that, that's when things start getting more rigid and mm-hmm. being older, it is less plastic. Mm-hmm. So you have to be doing things intentionally to play on the plasticity, mm-hmm. the moldability, the changeableness of the brain, if you're not familiar with the plastic word. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, that is one of those things going into older age. If you now have all these different practices, I've thought about that before a little bit of what will my life look like when I'm doing the dishes even slower and I'm doing, you know, is my whole life just going to be this like slow, sensual <laughs> dance, like all day long, you know, just because of sounds amazing. <laughs> what I'm doing now. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. It'll be fun. It'll yeah. be fun to see. But I, I mean, I love just visualizing that. And I mean that honestly, like when I think of myself being older, that's kind of how I, I picture myself that way. Like, And I think that's good for us to have those like goals and visualizations of like feeling happy and at peace and joyous as life goes on. I just, well, and being able to call upon that now, Mm -hmm. you know, that's one of the things, especially when we ever talk about mother made and crone type stuff, you know, they're all within us all the time. Mm -hmm. And so you can kind of call upon that part of you that exists in the future (laughs) and bring it to the now, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe I'm getting a little bit off topic. <laughs> <laughs> we could go down so, a big rabbit hole about time. Right. And everything happening yes. at once and we're yes. everywhere and nowhere at all. <laughs> exactly. The whole time continuum. Bring some quantum <laughs> physics into the mix and do it all. No, I love it. I love it. Ah, so I hope this is just inspiring for the possibility of having daily practice, whatever that looks like. Um, before I kind of tie that up too, I just want to add for me, something that was really easy was adding like my morning routine. That was my first personal journey with being able to add a daily practice. It still is super short. But starting your day with a daily practice is kind of sometimes a cool way to introduce something and you can commit to one thing at a time. So you could commit to just breathing throughout the day. You could commit to drinking enough water. You could commit to pausing, whatever that looks like for you. Or you could commit to something like an actual practice in the morning, for instance. I love breast massage. I love abhyanga. I love doing different stretching, just even your skincare routine and brushing your teeth and stuff. All of that, bringing that ritualistic practice feeling to it is powerful. And then also the end of the night. So for me, there was a whole period where 
I, aside from my morning routine, had dedicated to doing a practice every single day. And if it was bedtime and I didn't do anything, that's when I had to do something, you know? And so it could just be breathing into your heart or anything that feels good to you. It could be squeezing your arms. It could be doing gratitude. Um, Whatever it is for you, sometimes I've found that that morning and night is a great time to start implementing if you want something where it is a more specific practice. Like when I talk about the gratitude one, I did that for a month. Um, I wrote out a gratitude list every night because writing it out is different than doing it in your head. Mm -hmm. And so I would be going to sleep in a state of gratitude and I would write out 10 or more things every single night before going to sleep. And that doesn't take that long, you know? So again, that's just kind of another little tips, tricks Mm -hmm. (laughs) type thing that I wanted to throw out there quick because I realized I hadn't mentioned it yet. Um, It's good to have some concrete things to start with and some ideas and or just new ideas to add in. I like that. And, and they can change. Right. Exactly. Each day could be something different, but if you're the type of person who needs to have that type of guidance, re-listen to this if you (laughs) were driving or anything and write notes. I mean, we threw out a whole bunch of Mm -hmm. different practices that you could commit to that one you know, and just start implementing it however it works for you so that you're going to do it where it's not a pressurized thing of I have to do this this way, you know, Mm -hmm. and then let it evolve and grow as you do. Yeah. Awesome. And claim all of this. So like I always like to say, you know, mention us, email us at enlivening musings (laughs) like what's our instagram on instagram dm us you know um some of your takeaways you can of course ask us any questions or give us topics that you want to hear us talk about Mm -hmm. and you can find classes and my ebook and all kinds of fun stuff on enhanceutv.com or aliveness.academy they'll just lead you to that aliveness academy part on enhance utv um, which can also lead you to my crystalpleasurefairy.com. I am currently in the stages of rebuilding it as an app. So, you know, I'll say in about two months, it'll be in the app stores because I'm cool. doing something new and fun and groovy with it. So that it'll actually be in all of the app stores right now. I could technically still put it in Google and I'm just not because I'm redoing it. (laughs) (laughs) But you can join it now and gain access to all of that inspiration and extra practices and stuff if you go VIP too. And it's relatively inexpensive for the whole year. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. I like to make it affordable and reachable for everyone. And I hope that you enjoy bringing in some daily practice into your life and that it brings you more connection and embodiment and bliss. Hmm. Yes. Bye. Bye.